Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. I love Oracle cards. What started out as an experimental deck purchase about a decade ago, gosh, longer ago even, I think, than that, now has led to an entire bookshelf full of decks in my office, and I use them. My favorite decks are the ones that combine beautiful, evocative art with clear and simple guidance. For me, I think of Oracle Cards as a tool for validation and going deeper with our natural intuitive awareness. My guest today is Debbie A. Anderson. She is one of the leading experts in North America on the use of Oracle cards. And she knows that Oracle cards are an unparalleled tool for helping make decisions and or pointing the way to personal evolution, happiness and prosperity. So all things Oracle cards today. Are you ready to meet her? Debbie A. Anderson is a natural healer who's worked in the magical sphere of spirituality all her life, a clairvoyant medium. She's been doing intuitive spiritual readings for more than 35 years around the world. She's the creator of three oracle decks, Vibrational Energy, which is for adults, Vibrational Earth Children for the inner child and children, and two affirmation decks, I Am Vibrational and I Am sacred. She's the developer of vibrational energy therapy, which is available as a course online. You can listen in on Debbie's weekly readings on YouTube. You can connect on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find out more about all this good stuff at vibrational-energy.com. Debbie, welcome to Out of the Fog. Oh, thank you, Karen. I'm looking forward to our time together today. Oh, me too. Okay, so to start it up, because this is the thing that's always just, this gets me now. What is the difference between an Oracle deck and a tarot deck? Because they are not the same, completely different. So what's the difference as you see it? Yes, I, I heard you introducing it. And I, I too get sort of people say, oh, uh, I have an angel card deck. And I'm going, and is it an oracle deck or is it a tarot? And they look at me with those like dear, dear caught in the headlight eyes and <laughs> uh, people don't realize. So an oracle deck, unlike a tarot deck, a tarot deck is very structured. It has, think of it like suits and honors in a deck of cards that we play with. So there's kings and queens and aces, which are what I call the higher arcana cards. So they may be the priestess or those kind of things. And where are the lower ones, which is your one to nine, which we have in a deck of cards, your hearts, your uh, clubs, diamonds, and spades are the minor arcana cards. So they are very much, you need to spend some time with them. Whereas an oracle deck is less structured. It's therefore easier for someone to just, who wants to play and get on and get an answer and not have to uh, spend some time learning to pick up a deck and just go with it. And neither is better or not better. <laughs> it's just personal choice. That's the way I look at it. They're just different. And uh, with an Oracle deck, uh, as you said, you can just pick up the cards, shuffle away, get the answer and then move on kind of thing. So hopefully that uh, helps people. And a tarot, an angel card deck can be either a tarot or an oracle or an affirmation deck. So hopefully that helps everyone. 
And so when you say affirmation deck, what do you mean? Well, an affirmation deck, uh, my decks particularly are on the card is the answer to the question mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's the, the direction, as it were. And uh, I have two which are based on the I am principle, which I try to get people into the reminder of we are here for ourselves. It's not being selfish. It is actually being selfless. Mm. or self more, as I like to call it, because this way we're getting into our own vibration. We, you know, we have a contract that we made before we arrived here in this incarnation of things that we were going to achieve and do and the vibration of what we were going to be in this, in this world. And of course we come in and the, the beauty of being in human form is we get all of those emotions get thrown at us every second nanosecond of the day. And we we either embrace it or we go running, screaming into the dark. Hmm. So an affirmation deck can help us just get right, right back on that instant gratification focus. And the way I use my decks and people use my decks is they just shuffle away, pull out a card, and that's your focus for the day. And it's as simple as that. So even more simple than an oracle deck. Right. So how does it work that, whether you're using an oracle deck or a, an affirmation deck, how is it that? When I use, for me, it's mostly Oracle cards. Mm. So when I use Oracle cards, how is it that when I shuffle the deck and I set my intention and I turn over the card, how is it that it's always what I most need to hear? How does that work? What makes that happen? Because you've you've actually nailed it that you are in the intention of it. And this is what I say to people when we are doing anything in life, if we set our intention up to what we are doing. So in the morning we get up, we may clean our teeth. We may eat our breakfast. So we're there present in that moment. So it's exactly the same when you want to ask a question. You want direction. So you're basically saying to spirit, your guides, your angels, your helpers, God, whatever your uh, connection is, universal realms, I would like some help with this. So, and of course, spirit love that because all of a sudden they're going, yay, they want us to help them. Great. (laughs) What do you want to help with? We're here. We're ready. Just like a small child bouncing off the wall saying, hey, come play with me. So when we set our intention, what we're doing is actually being in that moment. We're thinking about what we want help with. We're asking uh, for some kind of uh, divine, if I always call it a divine uh, message, So we never get the wrong card when we're shuffling the deck, even if sometimes it's like, well, this isn't the card I really wanted to see. I wanted something different. You know, we've all been there. We're wanting that job or the guy. Is he the right guy? And then we get the card and it's like, oh, okay, this is not going to be all sunshine and roses here. But I didn't want to see that because I'm really having fun with this relationship. And maybe you are at that moment. Maybe that's just a little heads up that of what could happen down the line. So Mm. I always say to people, even if it's not the card you want to receive, as in it didn't give you your yes answer, or this is a great direction to go, it is actually there to help you. We don't get a wrong card. And as you say, with the card, when we get it, we then, we, we move into that interpretation of it. Like, It's not just what the definition is in the book. And when I teach people how to read my oracle cards, the first thing I do is say, put the book away. I want you to tap into your intuition here. I want you to just look at the imagery. What emotions does it evoke when you're sitting there now doing a reading for somebody? Do you feel it connects with what they're asking? 
Maybe it's the colors, the words, and then go to the book afterwards, because that is something that we all, you know, when we get a message or a sign from spirit, and it's like we have to take a little bit of time to interpret it. It doesn't come with, a, I always say, glory be to God on high angels chorus hanging over our head going ah we sometimes have to take a little moment to go okay so this is evoking something in me to maybe call my friend maybe this is what this means maybe i need to pick up the phone because i'm thinking of this person so therefore i need to maybe pick up the phone or see how they check in on them so we have to take it a little bit further it doesn't say hey phone that friend or hey something's going on that's bad or good or whatever But that's when we step into that intention. And it's exactly the same with using a deck of cards, especially Oracle cards. They are there. They're very much my decks are very small interpretation because spirit said, don't overcomplicate it. It's not that difficult, truly. (laughs) So... Well, and, and because at least in the, in the work, cause I, so I've been working with your deck for just a few days and just as mm. to, in preparation for the interview. And what I like about it, it no, there are not 7,000 words on each card, yes. but to me, every card is a, is a door is an opening door. I don't need a lot of words to open a door. And this is true in other decks I work with and mm. in my own work, you don't need a lot of words to open a door. You just need to know kind of where the door is. Absolutely. And, right. And so if I draw that card from your deck if i draw let's see if i just pull up the abundant blessings card oh, yes is, yes that gives me the shape of the door mm-hmm. i don't need a five thousand page description of the door exactly and i have to say when anybody uses cards or if they go to a psychic or a reader or whatever usually we've got a thought in our mind like the intention of what we're wanting there. Maybe we're needing confirmation on something. Maybe there's something that's a little bit sort of uh, what I call uh, wobbly in our mind of, does it mean this or does it mean this? You know, like, am I, am I getting this emotion because I feel this or that? So it's, it's just giving us that extra confirmation or that extra little bit of here, here's the doorway. Now open it and go through it. See where this pathway leads you. To. And I always say to people in life, there are no wrong pathways. Sometimes it's our attitude, <laughs> which can be a little bit off, off the mark there. You know, when we, you know, I have people say, oh, I went on this workshop. I got this feeling from spirit that I needed to go on this course or uh, go to this place. And then I get there and it wasn't what I wanted. I'm going, ah. That's where you that's where you need to step out of this. It wasn't what you wanted. And what makes us assume that we are the best intelligence for our life? Maybe spirit were guiding you there for something else. Maybe it was to meet somebody. Maybe it was to hear something. Maybe it was to see something. And that's where we have to, as you say, the door is there. Open it. Step on that pathway and walk along. Wow. Now, you have kind of three steps that you teach people to yes. make it, I, I don't know, more successful, a deeper experience of the Oracle cards. Can you just share those with the listeners? Yeah. As, as we were talking about intention. So connect to the question. What is it you want to know? What is it you're expecting out of this? So having focus is first because it's like anything else. It's no good. Um, deciding, okay, I'm going to go on vacation. Let's just get in the car. I have no idea where I'm going and then drive all over the place. So we sit down and we think about it. I always say to people, 
just take a few nice cleansing breaths to center yourself to you in that moment. Thinking about what do I want from this? What are my, what are my expectations? Allowing the busyness that's going on around us just to slow down to be in that moment. Step into that intention. So that's the first part. The second one is connect to the deck, whosoever deck you're using. And there are so many beautiful decks out there. And there's not just mine. There's thousands of decks. We're very blessed with what we're able to place our hands on. And just shuffle the cards. And if you can't shuffle cards, and I've heard people say, but I'm not very good at shuffling. Okay, find a flat, smooth surface and swoosh your cards around like a small child. <laughs> Fun with it. Don't make it an overly, uh, uh, you know, difficult, you know, I can't do this because you're setting yourself up to fail by saying, I can't change that to, I can find another way. And that's true of everything in life. So shuffle the cards in your hands or scoofle them on the table. Now, if a card jumps out, as, as you were saying, or uh, a card drops to the floor, because I've had people come and sit, sit with me for reading this. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've dropped five cards on the floor. Uh, you know, and I go, perfect. That is yep. exactly what was supposed to happen. And all of a sudden there's this relief that comes over them because it's it, this feeling of I'm going to make a mistake. I'm going to do it wrong. You're never going to make a mistake. As you say, the right card comes out. So scoofle them around, shuffle them. If something jumps out, take it. If you get a sense as you're um, shuffling the cards, hey, I think this is the card for me, then pull it up. Go with that. Don't question it. I always say just step into that moment without uh, questioning it because it's exactly it's there. And this is where I say to a lot of people because they say, oh, well, I've been told you have to tap the deck or I have to cut the cards in a certain way or I have to take the top card, the bottom card, put them into piles. And I always say whatever you feel comfortable with, do it. There are no set rules of engagement have fun with this. It's more about you connecting to the cards. Right. And everybody has their own technique. And I always say, if you do it one way, try it a different way. You'll probably get the same result. Mm. It's just a different way of trying it. Just like, you know, sometimes we go into the ice cream shop and we always get chocolate ice cream. Or maybe try yeah, strawberry for a change, just to invite your taste buds to uh, something different. Oh. And then the third part of this is connect the card. When you get the card, as we've said, there are no wrong choices. Spirit always send us the card that we need to contemplate on. And I use the emphasis on contemplate on because it's reflecting something to you. And as we said, does the title of the card shout out at you? The, imagine, the imagery resonate. Like what is happening in your life at that moment? Does it resonate with it? Is it a pathway? Is it a doorway? Is it a face? Is it mythical? Is it just the colors? Tap into those emotions, how you feel, especially with the question you're asking or the direction you're wanting. And don't allow it, you know, um, don't think about it. Just do it. <laughs> I say, I love Nike and I maybe shouldn't say that, but I love Nike because it's like, just do it. There are no wrong uh, cards. And what I always say to people is write it down. Take a moment to uh, have a pad, a journal or whatever. Write the date, write the question that you were asking for direction on, what card you got, your feelings, interpretations, even the definition. 
down. And if it doesn't resonate at that moment, step away and see what comes after that, because it's not just the cards. Spirit are going to send us other indicators, other ways that we will know. So hopefully that helps everybody. <laughs> oh, very much. So you're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, and I'm talking with Debbie A. Anderson. She is an expert in using oracle cards to open your heart, open your path, open up your intuition. You can find out more about Debbie and her work at vibrational-energy.com. So that's vibrational and then a little dash and then energy.com. What I love about what you're sharing here, Debbie, is that all of these things are about Honoring the experience, because oracle cards are sacred tools, as I believe. Yes. We honor the experience and we make it our own. Own, yes. Own that vibration. Own that frequency. Uh, because everybody's different. Like, I always say to people, you've only got to go into a shopping mall. And how many different stores there are with different designs or shoes or whatever. And no one size fits all. We create something that resonates with us and don't you know by journaling it gives you the opportunity to step away from it just for a moment everything's all there you, all your thoughts your emotions uh the feelings you got while you were uh pulling that card and then go back to it and read it because sometimes i i look at something especially if it's uh you know is this the right house to buy is this the right guy in my life is this the right job you know is this friendship going in the direction i want it those very specific hardcore emotional things and sometimes i'll get the card and like oh well it's it's not resonating with me and then i allow that day to go forward or maybe the next couple of days and then i go back and like okay now this is making more sense because we get sent more information along the way and we just start piecing it together a bit like when somebody says i can't make a decision today i need to sleep on it mm. and what they're actually saying is i just need to download everything from today and see what spirit sends me overnight whether they realize that or not because that's what happens how do you feel about pulling another card? Because I'm, I'm hearing you clearly about yeah. take what it is and write it down. I possibly, you know, hypothetically <clears throat> may have pulled a card, not getting what I wanted and then not gotten what I wanted and then maybe pulled another card and then maybe pulled another one for clarification. Really what I'm doing <laughs> is I'm cheating. I'm trying to get the abundant blessings card. Yeah. Um, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. And so how do you feel about pulling more cards? It, that is cheating, isn't it? Well, it isn't actually cheating. If you're setting your intention, for instance, there are so many different uh, layouts and spreads you can do. And in, in my deck, there is a very large 11 card spread. So it's going into really finite detail of all the different um, sort of practicalities and influences regarding a question you may be asking. So if you feel you're not getting it, don't just absentmindedly keep pulling the cards take a moment reshuffle the deck and then intentionally go okay i'm going to do a three card spread mm. where i am at the moment uh what was in my past and where i want to go into my future that's a very easy one to do Mm -hmm. Or set the intention on the questions. Maybe say, okay, card number one is going to mean this, card number two is going to mean this, and card number three is going to mean that. And then that way we're not actually cheating, but we're actually saying, okay, this is where I am with the situation at the moment as card number one, card number two. Uh, this is where I want to be going with this situation, card number three. Are there any other influences in my life that 
are affecting this at the moment. Card number four, what is going to be the overall outcome? So we can set questions based on what we need answers to for ourselves. So you don't have to go and search for a spread. I always say, right, this is why I always say, write things down a little bit beforehand. Take some time to connect to the intention of what you're wanting to ask, because it may not be a, a yes, no answer that comes up in one card. But if you are pulling that card and then you go back in for the second, the third, the fourth, I think they call that Oracle card abuse. <laughs> You've got to put down the cards, walk away from it and do something else because you're <laughs> never going to get it. Because if you keep going and there are 52 cards in my deck. So if you keep getting cards that are saying, no, you shouldn't do this. Oh, maybe not. Not the right time. That kind of thing. That is actually giving you your answer. So maybe the time isn't right now or the guy isn't Mr. Right or Miss Right. But maybe this is the experience you need at this moment in your life. Because our life is made up of all of those nano moments, those experiences that we have. And that's maybe the most important part of it for us to resonate with it, take away the nuggets from that relationship or from that situation. So hopefully that makes a little bit more sense. It, it does. And it's an important, I think, part of the spiritual component of all of this, because what I do when I'm faced with the card I didn't want is, is kind of telling about where I am on my spiritual journey and how my character is right now and what I'm open to and how I work with it, like how I stand in relation to spirit. Yes. If I get angry, throw the card across the room and draw 700 <laughs> other cards until I get to the abundant blessings, I might slightly be off track, right? Mm -hmm. But the way in which I think maybe, and from what I'm learning about your work, it might be that part of what you're teaching is that the way we come face to face with that image and the way that it means to us, whatever the words are on the card, that's what opens the door to growth for us. So is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got it very much so. And of course, every moment we don't stay the same. Like just like, a, you know, we plant a seed in the ground. It goes, it grows and, and manifests into something. Sometimes I throw seeds in into a pot and I'm going, OK, this wasn't what I thought I planted. But it's turning into something quite magnificent. Giving me the opportunity, and that's exactly who we are in every nano moment. I always think, be there, be present, be in that now vibration, because maybe that's what we're supposed to learn at that time. And if we're always trying to race forward, somebody told me many, many years ago, you know, in those dark times, and hey, I've had those dark times. What is it? Um, Been there, done that, got the scars. Hmm. And in that moment, it's like, please show me the light. Show me where I'm supposed to be going. What am I supposed to do? And Spirit said to me, you know, we sometimes have that blinkered view. We see that little uh, light ahead of us and we're racing towards it. Whereas if we actually switched on the lights in our mind, in our life, in our room, and could see all those wonderful things that are happening around us, we wouldn't be so quick to race forward. And, you know, hopefully that helps other people as well. <laughs> well, it does. And it's just a reminder to slow down. Your time is your own. Your power is your own. Your divine connection is your own. Slow down. Feel into what you want. Honor the things that are right that you put honor on. Yes. And and just move forward slowly. I think a lot of the times when we're making decisions, we leap or we rush oh, or we. absolutely Right. And so what you're talking about is that kind of that 
experience of being present. Yes, with the deck in the on the physical mm-hmm. level, but also being present with spirit and and present with our past, our path. Our time is racing away from us. We've got like two minutes left. Can you please let the listeners know? Because they're going to want more. They're going to want to see the decks. They're going to want to find out what your website is and the work that you do. So can you do all? tell us all that stuff? Yeah, just go to my website, vibrational-energy.com. My landing page basically says, start here. And it has my weekly readings. So you can listen into those. The podcasts like this one that we're on today, my newsletter, how to download uh, free uh, limited versions of the mobile app for both the vibrational energy and the vibrational children's deck. So you can put that onto your phone for free, just a limited amount of cards that you can play with. So there are so many different ways. And once you're there, it'll guide you through. I've I've had some lovely revamping. So you can even find it on your phone now without it going really bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. Trying to get keep up with everything that's going on. Yeah, I'm on social media, Facebook. I have a development group, which you can join for free. And it's called Vibrational Energy Development Group, Debbie A. Anderson on Facebook. So come and join me. Come and join all the other people that are gathering there. And I every day try to post something to invoke and invite you to connect with your vibration, your frequency, and allow yourself to open up. Wonderful. Debbie, this has been a great joy. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you, Karen, for inviting me. I've had so much fun. Oh, me too. Thank you. That is Debbie A. Anderson. We've been talking about her vibrational energy oracle deck. She's got other decks. There's so much more that she offers. Please check out her website. It's vibrational-energy.com. So vibrational and then that little dash thing, energy.com. And check that out. You can also check her out on social media and on Facebook and everywhere else. And of course, you're always welcome at KarenHager.com. That's a wonderful place to find out about upcoming classes and events, who's coming up next on this radio program, for example. And you can also book in a private intuitive session there with me if you're so inclined. Sometimes when you are looking for help being present, help coming out of the fog, it might be useful for you to have somebody who can hold the flashlight, who can shine a little bit of that light from spirit on your question or your concern or your conundrum. So if that's of interest to you, private intuitive sessions at karenhager.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.